0: Marvel vs. Aliens comic book variant covers revealed. What, what, what? That's right. Marvel vs. Alien comic books. As in, the alien. Ridley Scott's aliens, you know, the things that hug your face and and burst out your chest and kill your entire crew. Yeah, those kind of aliens. Go to geektyrant.com. Hang on. Let's see here. GeekTyrant.com backslash news backslash Marvel dash VS dash aliens. You know what? Just just go in the Bing or the gook duck, duck duck go and 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 type in Marvel versus aliens. I'm sure it will find out. Maybe type in some Geek Tyrant in there as well. But they have several different covers that are quite phenomenal. There's let's see, there's some Spider-Man um Black Panther versus Aliens, Black Cat versus Aliens. And 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 the list does go on with all of our favorite ones, but my my personal favorite in the artwork is Daredevil because all you see clearly is Daredevil and he's smashing his rod against something and you see the sound waves going and the shape of the alien coming out of the sound waves. It's very cool. Fantastic 4. They're their their artwork is, is very is is kind of a recreation of Fantastic Four number one, where the Mole Man's giant monster was coming out of the ground and fighting him. Instead of the giant Mole Man monster, it's the Alien Queen. Uh, Guardians, oh, the Guardians of the Galaxy one is really awesome. It's got Groot holding Rocket with the M forty A one pulse rifle that Ripley had. Very reminiscent of that scene where Ripley comes across the alien queen in the movie Aliens. And yeah, the Hulk one's cool. There was another one I really like. The Iron Man one looks cool. Uh, what was it? The Shang-Chi. Who's Shang-Chi? I don't know. It looks like an Iron Fist type character. Thor is taking Mjolnir and. Literally smashes a piece of the aliens. Oh, Venom. Venom versus aliens. That's what it was. You got that very characteristic side profile shot of Venom with his mouth wide open and his tongue just doing its thing. And he's forehead to forehead against one of the aliens. I mean, it is really cool. Go to uh, Google search. Oh, I hate that word. Google. That's a four-letter word in my in my book. Bing search geek tyrant. Marvel vs. Aliens. You will not be disappointed. I am looking forward to seeing those comic books. Apparently, uh, Marvel Comics has shared its cool series of Marvel vs. Aliens variant cover art that features some of our favorite Marvel characters facing off and fighting, facing off with and fighting a horde of Xenomorphs. Covers will be featured on a host of books that include Amazing Spider-Man, Avengers, Black Cat, Black Widow, Captain America, Captain Marvel, Daredevil, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy, Iron Fist, Immortal Hulk, Thor, Venom, Wolverine, X-Men, and more. And then it goes on to list uh, some of the artists that contributed to the work. It says they're 19 total, and they're all right here on the website. Go there, check it out. You nerds will not be disappointed. So there's a representative, a state representative from Georgia that's been making a name for herself and not in a good way. Hi, Jeff here, the nerdy murk, Facebook the Nerdy Merc, uh, uh, Twitter and parlor at nerdy Merc. Instagram Nerdy Merc79, also on YouTube at the nerdy or the nerdy Merc, excuse me, where I put in I, I put out a whole different type of content on YouTube. YouTube content is more fun videos. Got a really cool video of my man Cave up there. Excuse me, My Fortress of Nerditude. Ha, love that term. Cacked myself up. I'm probably not the first one that came up with it, but I've never seen it before that I can think of. So, Darshan Kendrick. That's D-A-R apostrophe S-H-U-N Kendrick. Because that's, okay. I I gotta admit, it's kind of cool having an apostrophe in your name. She tweeted... During the debate last Thursday, the presidential debate, you knew there was a presidential debate, right? Yeah. Joe Biden lasted about 45 minutes before he started going, uh, 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 uh and couldn't finish the sentence. Yeah, the uh, the drug must have worn off. But anyway, if you recall, uh, during the section of immigration, and you probably don't because you're probably a sane American and didn't watch the debate. I am not a sane American. I watched so you don't have to. But during the immigration portion, Donald Trump mentioned coyotes. Now, I did an informal poll in my house after I saw this tweet, and I'm going to read it to you here in a minute. It might still be up. I don't know. But I asked my family what the definition of a coyote was, and they said, well, it depends. It can either be an animal or a person that smuggles someone across a border. Like, okay, thank you. So if I'm talking about coyotes bringing illegals across, you're obviously, you are obviously know I'm talking about the smuggling type of coyote, yes? Like, yeah, duh. Well, Darshan Kendrick, who, again, is a state representative in Georgia, did at real Donald Trump just say 545 kids, they can't, f- you know what, I'm reading this word for word. She also can't, she also has no grammatical skills. Uh, just say 545 kids, they can't find their parents. Four came over through, in quotes, cartels and coyotes, in quote, terabang. Now, an interrobang, a lot of you probably don't know, is a question mark followed by an exclamation point. So it's like a really excited question. She continues, how the hell does a coyote bring a whole human across the border? In Terrabang? Lord, stop talking. That's 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 just the best. I mean, what can you can't talk to people like that? They have no idea what they're 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 on a completely different level. It's like you're you're trying to to teach them two plus two is four, and they're just like stick. I play with stick. Okay, you have fun down there, uh, Miss Kendrick, and just you know what. I believe John Wayne said it, um, life is hard, it's even harder when you're stupid. Something tells me your life has been pretty damn hard. I want to do something a little different right here, I haven't done this yet. During this week in 1929, a hero was born. Ronald Rosser would go on to receive the Medal of Honor for his service during the Korean War. Rosser was the oldest of 17 children and was very protective of them. If you bothered one of my brothers, I cleaned your clock. And if you bothered one of my sisters, you'd better leave town. One of Rosser's little brothers was killed early in the Korean War. At that point, he said, I made up my mind that you can't kill my brother and get away with it. So I went over there with a kind of vengeance in mind attitude. The army tried to send him to Japan, but he would have none of it. Not really sure how that works different times he asked to go to Korea and once there he saw something that changed his heart refugee children he said somehow I just lost all the hate in me and I became a soldier by January of 1952 he was serving as a forward observer directing artillery fire the infantry were assaulting a snow-covered hill held by the Chinese it was freezing and the Chinese were hiding in an elaborate network of trenches that covered the hill They were taking heavy casualties, the commanding officer radioed for orders. He was told to stay and make one last attempt to take the hill after only 35 of 170 men remained. Rosser took charge. With frozen blood all over him, the captain put down the radio, looked up at the mountain, got this real hopeless look on his face, and he volunteered to organize the remaining men and lead the charge. I'm going straight up shooting. That's the only chance we've got. Some didn't follow him, some were driven off. Either way, by the time he was halfway there, he was the only one going up the hill. There were some Chinese soldiers in a bunker, nine of them, and he took them on. He ended up fighting hand-to-hand with a couple of them and did some dirty trench fighting. Killed all nine of them. When he was done with that, he he was out of ammunition, so he went back down the hill to restock, went back up the hill again and then ran out of ammunition and went back down the hill and back up for a third time. He fought for an hour before finally organizing retreat, getting the American dead and wounded back down the hill. Later, when Ross was told that he'd been nominated for the Medal of Honor, he was given something unusual. An artist had drawn a picture of him on top of that hill with his kid brother Guarding him from the sky Sorry, I get choked up when I read stuff like this It hits very close to home to me I've, I've never been in, in any sort of situation Remotely similar to that And to be honest, I don't know anyone who has Off the top of my head Not that extreme But I've known men that Have done incredible feats And some of them have not made it home some of them have and and they've got some demons and so when i read stuff like this it really hits kind of cl- it really hits kind of close to home to me and i think i don't believe in god per se but we we're all created somehow and whatever creator that you believe in you know i thank him or her or it for men like that they paved the way for people like me and truly we're part of the greatest generation that came from uh, the Tara Tara Ross Facebook page. She posted it earlier today. T A R A R O S S. If you never heard of her, I highly recommend going and checking her out. She is a great writer, historian, libertarian, constitutionalist, and it ha- and does a great job of putting historical context, like putting everything together with context and and with some pretty good perspective. So go check her out. I I really enjoy reading her works why oh why am i playing game of thrones again man i did it twice yesterday and now i'm doing it once today i didn't really intend to do it like that but it just worked out happy coincidence so the reason being is because I got an email today that reminded me of an order I placed a few months ago that I am now really excited for. And that order was Game of Thrones in 4K. Now, if you don't have 4K, well, I'm just, I I really, really enjoy it. I just upgraded my TV a few months back and I've been kind of slowly purchasing some 4K content here and there knowing that I would eventually make that make that switch. But I did not understand just how much I would enjoy it. And I truly do. The picture quality is above amazing. It's it is to 1080p what 1080p was to standard def. It's just so much more phenomenal. The the lines are far more crisp. And it is it's 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 awesome. It really is. And so when I learned that the entire series of Game of Thrones was coming in four K, I'm like Ooh, oh yes, yes, uh where do I sign up? Shut up and take my money. So uh i figured that'd just be a little bit of something fun to talk about after the seriousness of the last subject. But uh yeah, Game of Thrones coming in four K on election day. You may as well call it Game of Thrones Day. Election day. What do you, any of you use iPhones or iPad or Apple products? Or really, what I'm asking is, do you have iOS 14? If so, have you noticed uh, in the upper upper section of it a little green or orange dot? Well, ever since upgrading to iOS 14, I've noticed that, and so I wanted to figure out what it meant, and I figured you guys would would appreciate knowing that as well. So what does it mean? And it's up in my phone. It appears up next to my reception bars. So what it is, is it lets you know if your phone is is, is engaging, or, or your iPad, if it's engaging either the microphone or the camera. It's the orange for the microphone, green for the camera. And if you see it and you kind of do that swipe down from the corner to access your control panel, it'll tell you what 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 app is using it. So I really love that feature because I don't like the idea of my phone or my iPad recording me without me realizing it, or I should say apps doing it without me realizing it. And I think it's a phenomenal feature that allows you to see just what programs are actually spying on you and in case the NSA is listening, uh, I love America. I do. I do feel sorry for my uh from for the FBI handler that's assigned to me because that dude just needs therapy. <laughs> <laughs> uh some of you guys will get that. But anyway, I figured I'd just share. Might be something that you're interested in. NASA telescope uncovers definitive evidence of water on the moon. Now, I gotta admit, I'm not actually all that impressed by this story. It's cool, it's a cool confirmation, don't get me wrong, but... It's been widely speculated that there's been water on the moon for quite some time, so it's not like this is really news, in my opinion. But, I'm actually, the the thing that really intrigued me the most about this story was that it was a telescope in the back of a 747, yes, a Boeing 747, the airplane that finally put the rest, uh, that... Finally puts to rest a long-standing question about lunar water. I am, of course, quoting that there. But scrolling down the article from CNET.com, one of the keys to the discovery was the Stratospheric Observatory for Infrared Astronomy, or SOFIA. God, the government loves their freaking acronyms. Which, uh, a bespoke? I'm not sure what a bespoke Boeing 747 is, but... Whatever, a bespoke Boeing 747 with a telescope installed at the back of its fuselage. The aircraft, operated by NASA and the DLR, uh, which I guess is Germany's Aerospace Center, their version of NASA, I suppose, flies at almost 43,000 feet, which is not really all that high. During flight, it opens a hatch at the rear, pointing its telescope towards the sky and studying the cosmos in infrared light. What I find most fascinating about that is that for telescopes to work, their platform has to be very, very stable. Very stable. You have to collect photons of light, like, sometimes single photons of light at a time. Now, I mean, the moon is much more than just a single photon of light at a time, but you get what I'm saying. A a really, really... Distant and dim object is not going to appear very bright, and your mountain has to be very steady, but even if it's not like the slightest turbulence, I would think I'm curious why let's see here does this article give any more no that it it just explains more more what the what the seven forty seven does it says it's designed to fly high enough above the earth that much of the water vapor doesn't really affect it. But I'm curious, who thought a flying airplane would be the most would be a good platform for a telescope? That's that just strikes me as kind of odd. But either way, it's a cool thing. There's you know confirmed water on the moon. We believed it for the longest time. But the 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 telescope and the mount, I thought were were even kind of neater, a neater concept. Apparently, it works. So you know, kudos to NASA and the DLR for uh, confirming that. Bravo. we have reached the end of this segment if you have any questions comments or suggestions give me a call 317-978-NERD that's 317-978-6373 you can also find me on Facebook and YouTube The Nerdy Merc at Nerdy Merc on Twitter and Parlor, and Nerdy Merc 79 on Instagram Make sure you go there, hit like, subscribe, review, do all the things, and share, share, share. I don't grow if you don't share. If you like what I'm doing, you like what you're hearing, you like what I'm saying. You what you want your friends to hear, you want other people to listen. Make sure you share. As always, I appreciate you for listening. Stick around for the next segment.